When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. When this is over, and my friend, it will be over. When this is over, how do you want to come out of it? And and dare I say, you don't want to come out of it as you went into it. I want to come out of this stronger. As an entrepreneur, I want to look back and say, holy cow, I literally was a superstar during COVID-19. Now, I wouldn't say this publicly. I'm talking about in my head when I'm looking in the mirror, like, holy cow, Amy, you crushed it. You were scared. At times you were freaked out. You had a little low-level depression, which is something I'm kind of dealing with right now, but you still showed up for your audience every day. You still made decisions every day. You still were strategic. You still were brave enough to sell. You still put together amazing freebies. Your team rallied. It was amazing. And you hit all your revenue goals. That's what my vision is, guys. And I tell myself that every single day, if you don't have a vision for how you're going to look back and say, how did I show up? What happened when this was all over? Then believe me, you're not going to be happy with the results. Write it down. Take 10 minutes. What's your vision for when this is all over? How did you show up? I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-million dollar business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, money, and time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. As entrepreneurs and small business owners, we are all navigating our way through the COVID-19 pandemic. We are making decisions that we do not know how they're going to turn out. We are taking risks and experimenting and showing up in ways that we have never done before. We are in uncharted waters. And with that, some questions continue to pop up around selling. Specifically, should I sell during COVID-19? 
I'm also hearing, should I deeply discount during this pandemic? I've also heard, should I give my products and services away for free because people are struggling and they need what I have to offer right now more than ever? In today's episode, we are going to explore these questions. Should I sell? Should I deeply discount? Should I give my stuff away for free? So let's dive into all the details. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yes, you should continue to keep selling. And no, you should not deeply discount your digital courses, your products, your services, your coaching. Yep, I said it. And I know that this is my opinion, and you might have a very different opinion, but give me a moment to break it down. And then I thought I would share five different ways that you can actually find the courage and then the confidence to continue to sell in uncertain times. So stay with me here because I'm going to get into five different ways that I think could really help you change your mindset around selling during COVID-19. But before we get there, let me share with you why I think you should continue to sell during these uncertain, scary times. Number one, the world needs us as small business owners to keep operating our businesses. The only way we can continue to operate our businesses is if we continue to sell. You didn't get in this to have a hobby. This isn't just something fun you do on the side. You have been building a business, whether it's at a place that you want it to be or whether you have been in the trenches and you've been building this to get it to the place you want it to be and then COVID-19 hit. No matter where you are on your journey, you are building an online business. And we need to take that very seriously. So when I say the world needs you to continue to sell, what I mean by that is the economy will never recover if we pause our businesses and stop selling and just wait and see what happens. As a small business owner, if you continue to find new ways to sell in your marketplace, you will help the economy recover faster. And I feel that that helps all of us. And so I really stand behind that. And that is what we have continued to do in our business. Now, you might say, okay, Amy, but maybe I should deeply discount. So if I have a product that's $1,000, maybe I give it away for $100. And my answer to that is that is not a sustainable strategy for your business. Deeply discounting takes away the value that you have to offer your audience. If you have a product or a service or a coaching package that will help your audience right now when they need it most, you should not be deeply discounting that or giving it away for free. Here's something I want you to remember. People pay for what they truly want and need. Now, I know that some of you are saying, Amy, right now people are losing their jobs. They don't have the money. Nobody's spending money. I want to caution you from going down that road. First of all, those statements there, everyone's losing their job. Nobody has money. People are not spending money. Those are sweeping statements that are not true. 
Yes, they are true for some people, but not all. And so to think that nobody has money or nobody is spending money is not true. And I want to challenge you a little bit if if you have gone down that road, because that way of thinking is not serving you. That will do nothing for you if you continue to think that way. But as we are all in quarantine, have you spent money on things that you've wanted or needed while in quarantine? Maybe some of you are saying no. Many of you, including myself, are saying yes. You've likely been on Amazon or somewhere else online, and you've purchased something or some things online. People are spending money right now. Now, in addition to that, this idea that nobody has money is also not true. So I have a friend who has five children and she homeschools her kids. So sending your kids home, they didn't need to be sent home. She already had all five kids at home. Her husband's a firefighter. He works with Hobie. And so his job is exactly the same. He might be even making more money right now if he's taking more overtime. And so their income has not changed at all. Their lifestyle is even almost identical. Sure, some other activities the kids were involved in probably have changed, but they have not been rattled. Their life has not been turned upside down like some other people. And they're definitely right now not an exception. There are a lot of people that are not as affected as others. So I just tell you that to say you've got to be careful with the sweeping comments and the sweeping beliefs that nobody has money or nobody is spending money. They might be spending it differently for sure. That's where the pivoting your message comes in. We're going to get to that. But just be careful with those thoughts. So getting back to should you deeply discount your digital courses or whatever it is you're selling online, I don't think that you should. Now, if you do deeply discount and you continue to go down that road, you will struggle to keep your business over the next few months. We don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what is going to happen, but there definitely are are talks that, you know, this is going to go on for a while. And we need to make sure we are prepared for that. And so you deeply discounting will hurt you faster than you know it. So I know it's a big statement to say you have a moral imperative as a small business for the common good of our economy to keep selling. But I really do take that to heart. When I think about my business, I tell myself, Amy, you've got a moral imperative for the common good of our economy to keep on selling, but selling with true integrity. You have to make sure that whatever you're putting out there, of course, it is what your audience needs and wants right now. And so if you have a product or a service that isn't going to resonate right now, then of course you want to pivot that. And I keep teasing, we'll get to the pivots in a moment. Of course you want to pivot, but there's definitely a way you can still continue to sell even now. And with that, I want to give you some mindset tweaks because I want you to be fiercely committed to coming out of this stronger. I want you to be fiercely committed to coming out of this stronger. And one of the ways you do that is you do not hit the pause button on your business. 
You, my friend, have come too far, worked too many hours, worked too hard, put your blood, sweat, and tears into the business you are creating, into the digital course that you are creating to ever stop when things got tough. You are not going to stop now. And so if you use this time, this pandemic, as an excuse not to hit your goals this year, as an excuse to say, you know what, I'm going to write off 2020, we'll come back stronger in 2021. That is an excuse. It is way too early to make any of those calls. Right now, I want you to show up in a bigger way. And I want you to build your confidence as an entrepreneur to really charge for what you are worth to continue to sell by putting out immense value that people are very willing to pay for because they either want it or they need it. I really want you to approach things that way. It will truly build your confidence. Now, a few weeks back, I did an episode with Jennifer Allwood where we talked about the difference between courage and confidence. And the way I've always talked about it is that first you have courage. It's kind of like a leap of faith. And then from there, once you start getting some traction, the confidence comes. And so right now, my friend, you might just need to rely on courage to keep selling in your business. And I'm here for it. I am supporting you every step of the way. Let's just muster up enough courage for you to actually sell over the next few months during a pandemic. Now, with that, I wanted to give you five strategies to help you find that courage, or if you're ready for it, that confidence to continue to sell during uncertain times. Are you ready for it? Pay close attention. If if I've frustrated you with this episode because you disagree with me, you don't think we should sell right now, or you think we should deeply discount, just be open-minded for a moment because I think these five strategies will help you kind of ease into tweaking or changing your mindset so that you will sell and you will sell soon. I don't mean sell in quarter three and four. I mean sell now in quarter two where we are right now during the pandemic. So let me give you five strategies to help you do so. Number one, start with creating something of free value, meaning I'm all for the free. I have done so many podcast episodes. I'll tell you about them at the end if you're curious around COVID-19. We call it the COVID-19 series. I've talked about different ways to pivot your business. I've talked about the stimulus package. I've talked about how to turn your brick and mortar into an online business. Like We've gone over so much stuff already. That's all my free stuff. So right now, it's Sunday on a weekend. Hobie and Kate are downstairs waiting for me. We're going to watch Friday Night Lights because that's our quarantine show that we watch together. We're going to try to get through the whole thing. But I said, guys, I got to make this podcast episode first. And it's because I believe that giving free value to anybody that needs it right now is my mission. So I'm not against the free. And it makes me feel good. We also created a really great freebie about how to work from home in a chaotic time. So that's amyporterfield.com forward slash work from home. 
And it's not out yet, but it will be out soon. We are creating a freebie about how to be your own boss for people that want to start their own business. They've been thinking about it forever. And right now they're like, okay, maybe this is a sign. (laughs) So in this freebie about be your own boss is really juicy. Like we had planned to charge $100 for it. But when this all started to happen, we decided, you know what, we're going to charge for other things in our business that are immensely valuable right now. But this is going to be the most awesome freebie that people are going to say, I can't believe this is free. So I am all about it. So that's number one, start with free so that you feel really good that you are giving back to whoever needs it right now. But don't use the free stuff as an excuse that you don't have time to do the paid stuff. You got to do them hand in hand at the same time. So number two is to embrace the pivot. What I mean by that is I want you to look at what you already were planning on selling or what you already were planning on launching. A lot of my Digital Course Academy students had already planned to launch in April, May, or June, and I'm encouraging them to continue to do so, but embrace the pivot. So for the record, on April 3rd, I released an episode all about making pivots in your business. And I gave six examples of how you can pivot your business in order to sell or to give away something of value for free. So you got to check out that episode. I'll link to it in the show notes here. But when I say embrace the pivot, I mean, look at what you've already created or what you were planning to launch and ask yourself three questions. Can I pivot the message Can I pivot the offer and can I pivot the pricing in order to support and meet my audience where they are right now? Now, when I say pivot, what I'm talking about is taking what you already have and making tweaks, not starting from scratch on something brand new, because we all know starting from scratch takes a lot of time, effort, and sometimes money. But what is it that you already have or that you've already been working on that you can sell, but you just need to likely change the message? Everyone needs to work on their messaging. Change the messaging so that it meets people where they're at. So can you take what you already have? Is it still relevant? Is it still needed right now? Will people still want it or need it? Is it a desire? Is it a pain point you're approaching? Like, look at our current climate. Can this still be really relevant? And if it can change the messaging so you meet people where they're at. By that, I mean the sales page messaging, the emails, the social media around it. When you're selling it, change the messaging to meet people where they're at. When I say change the offer, I don't mean change everything about it. What I mean is, do you need to add something to the offer so that you are addressing where people are at right now? Do you need to add something like going live more often and answering questions about COVID-19 and how to navigate through that, whatever that means to your market? So do you need to add something? Do you need to add a guide, um, again, more of you, a mini training to supplement what you've already created? Pivoting the offer means maybe adding to it. And then finally, you heard me say pivot the pricing and you might be like, whoa, Amy, you're already telling us not to deeply discount. You're already telling us not to give it away for free. You're right. But pivoting the pricing might mean a small discount or it might mean that you offer a different payment plan that becomes way easier than the payment plan you had before. So I have a really good friend that he usually hates payment plans. He doesn't like a 12 pay. 
His product is $2,000. And when he comes out with his next launch, he's like, I don't care if I like it or not. My audience needs it. We're doing a 12th pay. And I really love that about him. He, it's not like every decision we make guys right now, we love. I have done some stuff that I'm like, ugh, like giving away the be your own boss freebie that we have coming out soon. I, it wasn't an easy decision to say we're not going to charge a hundred dollars for it. It was a little bit tough, but looking at, without getting into all the details, looking at the whole business and everything we're working on right now, selling that was not something that we needed to put our focus on. It was something that we could give away for free and feel good about it. But that decision changed my numbers around a little. I had to kind of make some pivots around my mindset around that and change some numbers on the back end. So yeah, every decision you make doesn't have to feel great initially But at the end of the day, when you go to bed, you've got to be standing behind it 100%. So I'm just saying sometimes we make hard decisions and that's okay as well. So embrace the pivot. That's second strategy that you can use to make sure that you still continue to sell this quarter and not wait. Number three, get clear on your vision. So I've talked about this before and, and please do not skip this step. I want you to think about how do you want to come out of this? What kind of entrepreneur do you want to be? Where do you want to be with your numbers? How do you want your team to look? What do you want to have launched? When this is over, and my friend, it will be over. When this is over, how do you want to come out of it? And and dare I say, you don't want to come out of it as you went into it. I want to come out of this stronger. As an entrepreneur, I want to look back and say, holy cow, I literally was a superstar during COVID-19. Now, I wouldn't say this publicly. I'm talking about in my head when I'm looking in the mirror, like, holy cow, Amy, you crushed it. You were scared. At times you were freaked out. You had a little low-level depression, which is something I'm kind of dealing with right now, but you still showed up for your audience every day. You still made decisions every day. You still were strategic. You still were brave enough to sell. You still put together amazing freebies. Your team rallied. It was amazing, and you hit all your revenue goals. That's what my vision is, guys, and I tell myself that every single day. If you don't have a vision for how you're going to look back and say, how did I show up? What happened when this was all over? Then believe me, you're not going to be happy with the results. Write it down. Take 10 minutes. What's your vision for when this is all over? How did you show up? Number four, be willing to make mistakes. We are in unprecedented times. When you put your stuff out there, you have no idea if it's going to work or not. You can't be like, well, last time COVID-19 happened, I noticed a trend here, so I'm going to try this. Yeah, there's none of that. So every day you're making decisions not knowing if they're going to work out. Notice I didn't say not knowing if they're right or wrong. I subscribe to the belief that no decision is right or wrong. It's just a decision. Depending on how it worked out, I make another decision. And so that way I don't look back and say, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. Tony Robbins calls that shooting all over yourself. You can't should all your decisions because it's not fair. You make a decision, something happens, and then you say, oh, now that I have all the information, I should have done this. Yeah, you didn't have all that information when you made the decision. So we make decisions. Depending on how they turn out, we make new decisions. 
That's, that's all it is. That has helped me immensely. I really hope you, you walk away from this podcast with that in your back pocket. It truly does. It takes away all the judgments we have as entrepreneurs, like judging ourselves. I should have done this. I should have done that. We're taking it out. So be willing to make mistakes. I'm going to tell you a mistake I made recently. I recently sent out an email for my dear friend, Michael Hyatt's new book, Vision Driven Leader. Highly recommend it. Grab it. I think vision is more important as leaders right now than it's ever been. It's a really quick read and it's excellent. Very actionable. So I did a podcast episode with him. I sent out an email and the email mentioned nothing of COVID-19. And this was actually at the time of this recording a week ago. So we are deep, deep into it right now. And I read the email. I I knew it was going out. I read it and I'm like, holy cow, we look so tone deaf. Right now, my audience, one thing I've noticed about my audience is they want to talk about COVID. They want it to be at the forefront because they're trying to build businesses and create courses, all of you. So you've got to have it in the forefront of your mind. I don't need to be doom and gloom in all the emails I send, but even if I just said, hey guys, how you feeling today? You know, I was feeling a little out of sorts the other day. I took my dog for a walk and it helped instantly to clear my head. Like that, I could have started the email like that and said, and with that, I want to tell you about a really great resource that I feel like you all should embrace. And then I could have gotten into the podcast episode I did with Michael in his book. But the email mentioned nothing. This is a small mistake, but if I didn't catch it there, I could have made a bigger mistake with all my other communication. So allow yourself to make mistakes. I'm not beating myself up over it. I'm just like, ooh, learning there. Let's make a quick pivot. Let's fix that. And for the next few weeks, each of our emails need to at least address what's going on in a small or big way, whatever feels right. So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say things you shouldn't have said. You're going to say, put things out there to your audience and you're going to be, be like, oh, shouldn't have done that. I got to share one more mistake. It wasn't mine, but it was a big one. And I think they probably learned from it. There's a company out there. I'm not going to name any names because we don't need to shame anybody just trying to make it work right now. But there's a company out there that sells a $400 product. And I was looking at the product. It has nothing to do with business. It's a personal thing. I was looking at the product months ago and I was thinking about buying it and I decided, no, it's probably not going to be right for me. So I did not buy it. On April 1st, I got an email from that company and it was an invoice that I bought the product. So like the subject line was order number 54328, I'm making that up, confirmed. And I opened the email and it was an invoice. Like I had bought it. It was $400. It had shipped. It's on its way. And I thought, what in the world? And instantly I thought, someone stole my credit card, but that's really weird that they'd buy that product I was looking at. And then I scrolled down and it said, April Fool's. But if you do want to buy the product, here's a 30% discount. I thought that was the worst marketing I've ever seen. So tone deaf. Because at a time, first of all, I think that's just a really bad strategy, but that's my opinion. They could, they might have had great success with it. However, I doubt they had great success with it during COVID-19 when people are afraid of everything. And now they just spent $400 on something that they didn't mean to buy. I mean, there's just no good that could come of that. I did. I typically never write in about stuff like this, but I did write in saying like, this feels very insensitive at this time. 
I think you want to rethink this. I just couldn't help myself. I had to say something. And they wrote a a standard apology email that I could tell was a copy and paste that they probably had to send out to a lot of people. They're just learning. That was not a good decision, but we're all going to make bad decisions through this. As long as you get back up and you say, oh, that didn't work. That was insensitive. I apologize. We're going to be insensitive at times. We've never been through this. But if you stay really quiet, if you play it really safe, if you do not take risks, you will be left behind. And that is a very big statement I try not to make on this podcast, but we're in unprecedented times that, my friend, you really do need to show up right now. You do need to take risks and experiment. And as long as you're always coming from a place of compassion and you lead with your heart right now, which we're doing immensely inside of our business as well, you'll likely not make tone deaf mistakes like that company I told you about. So, and even if you do, you pick yourself up, you apologize and you keep moving forward. Let yourself make mistakes right now, please both in your personal life and in your business life, we won't get into the personal stuff. I Okay, maybe we will for one quick second. Hobie, as you guys know, is a first responder. He's a firefighter and he is on the truck with a paramedic. So he is going to medical calls every day. And over the last few weeks, Hobie's a pretty positive guy, very rarely ever negative or just like sad or anything. And so... He came home the other day and I was really stressed with work stuff. I just had a lot to get done. I piled too many things on my plate. And I had mentioned earlier on this podcast, I'm dealing with a little low level depression that hasn't been there for a long, long time. I did a podcast episode with Jasmine Starr on this show and we talked about depression and on it, I said, I haven't had it for years. Well, hello, depression. It's there. I know it's because of the times, but I've been dealing with that. So I'm really in my head about it. And he came home and I was busy. I didn't give him his coffee date. You know, I've talked about that on the podcast. When Hobie's home, I I try to always have a 30-minute coffee date with him. And he gets home like at 7.30, 8 a.m. in the morning. So it's a really weird schedule. And I just went on with my day, was in my own head, worrying about my own things. And by the late afternoon, he looked like a truck had hit him. And I'm like, babe, you look terrible. He's like, I had a really rough night last night. And I've been wanting to share this with you today about like what happened with some calls I went on, but you've been so busy. You haven't even looked me in the face all day and I I can't even get a word in with you. And I felt terrible. And he had gone on many calls with people that genuinely had COVID and the people of so many different ages and situations or people that were scared that they had it, whether they had it or not. Like he was really having a rough day. I had no clue. I made a mistake. I need to slow down, especially when he's on the front lines like that. And so I didn't beat myself up. I forgave myself, but I apologized to him and I shut down all the work. I sat down and we had a talk and that's all he needed. But guys, Working from home with your spouse, all of you, they might not be on the front line, but they're having some stuff going on and you might not be showing up as your best self because you're sharing an office with your husband and he's chewing on a banana and you want to kill him because you hate the sound of chewing on a banana. Like stuff like that is happening everywhere. Give yourself some grace. Allow yourself to make some mistakes. We're all going to kind of drive each other crazy, but also we need to slow down and just make sure that those around us are feeling the love as well. 
Okay, I went on a little bit of a tangent there, did not mean to. So let me bring you back to the fifth strategy. Remember, these are strategies to help you find the courage to sell right now, not wait right now. And the fifth strategy is to hold your specific revenue goals, like launches that you're going to do or had planned campaigns and promos, hold those goals loosely, but hold your overall yearly revenue goal tightly. Do I need to repeat that one? Because it's important. I want you to look at the revenue goals that you've set for yourself around launches, promotions, campaigns, coaching packages you're selling, whatever. Those specific revenue goals, like when I launch, I'm making $50,000 on this launch. And when I do that, I'm going to make $20,000, whatever it is. Hold those goals loosely, but hold your overall yearly revenue goal tightly. Do not give up on it. Do not give up on it. And the reason for that is because you still have an opportunity to meet your 2020 revenue goals. You do, my friend. You might be saying, Amy, you're wrong. No, I don't. Everything has changed. Things don't look anything like they did. I understand that, but you still have an opportunity. So just to share with you what we're doing, we launched Momentum, my membership, And I knew we weren't, we had a huge revenue goal. We were going big, doing like amazing stuff for that promo. We only launched momentum to our Digital Course Academy students. So we still launched. We did not hit 100% of our goal. However, I am so glad we launched for a million reasons. I've already talked about on this podcast, the team rallied together. We have 126 brand new, beautiful momentum members that I'm getting to know every single day more and more. My mission is to support them in the biggest way possible. Like they fire me up and all my OG momentum members will get to launch it again down the road. It's all good. But there's other ways that we can make up for that revenue that we didn't hit. But if I didn't go out with that launch, I wouldn't have 126 new paying momentum members that I get to love up on. So now we look for different ways to make up for the revenue. And we're looking at ways that we could take what we already have in the business. What do we already have that we could sell differently or we could package together or that we could launch and we weren't planning on launching it right now. Like there's opportunities here, guys. You have to be willing to experiment and make mistakes. That was strategy number four, but there's things you can do. And so I want you to continue to sell. You might not make the money the same way you thought you would, but you can still make the money. This is just an opportunity to show up in a bigger way. Your plans might not look exactly the same, but you can still hit your revenue goals. I want you to use this pandemic to show up better, more intentional, more strategic. I want you to prove to yourself that you have staying power, no matter how hard it gets. The cold, hard, sad truth is that when this is over, There will be online businesses that will not have made it. Now, I'm not even talking about brick and mortar. I understand that's a whole different world, and that's not the world I live in, nor do I teach about brick and mortar, and it breaks my heart, and that's why we did an episode with Stacey Tushel. I'll tell you guys about that in a second, to talk about bringing the brick and mortar online during this time, but I'm talking about even online businesses won't make it, but you can if you're willing to pivot if you're willing to sell right now, if you're willing to make mistakes, if you're willing to show up in the biggest way possible. 
You, my friend, can make it through this. I have no doubt in my mind. So I'm going to leave you with two things. Number one, I have other resources, free resources. I remember I told you that I did a whole COVID-19 series. I'm continuing to do it. This is one of those episodes. So I'm going to list all the COVID-19 episodes, the series I've put together, and I'm continuing to add to it. I'm going to put it in the show notes. There's an episode I did with Rachel Hollis from Rise around working from home, and we talked about a lot of personal stuff in that episode. So it's beyond just like set up your workspace to make you more productive. Like we go way beyond that, but it's talking about working from home. I did an episode all about the stimulus package for small business owners. I want you to see if you qualify, listen to that episode. I did an episode where I walk you through, I said it was five different pivots, but I added an extra during recording. So it's really six different pivots of actual businesses right now who have changed their messaging or their offer or their pricing in order to thrive. And I give you specifics about those businesses. It's very inspiring. I want you to listen to that one. I did an episode with Stacey Tushel, five steps to take your brick and mortar business online. She has a multi-million dollar brick and mortar business, and she has a multi-million dollar online business. Her brick and mortar business is shut down right now. She talks about specifically what she's doing to make sure that she comes back and can open the doors and still has a clientele. It's a very specific episode. If you have a brick and mortar, it's a must. I also did a COVID-19 Q&A where I took a bunch of questions in the online marketing made easy free Facebook group. You can join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group for this podcast. We took specific questions out of that group and I did a, a Q&A, a live Q&A that we turned into a podcast. So at the time when this episode's coming out, I don't know if that Q&A will be out. It's kind of all coming at you. That's another thing. Stuff feels a little bit loosey goosey in my world right now. Like, when do I not know when an exact episode's coming out? I'm allowing myself to be more flexible. And that actually might be something I take into um, my new normal when this is over. I hope I am a little bit more flexible, a little bit more, as I said, loosey goosey to make some pivots when needed. So I think it's actually a really great thing. So there is a COVID-19 Q&A, but I don't know where this sales episode, like, should I sell? I don't know if it's going to come before or after. It doesn't matter. We're going to link to all the resources in the show notes. Okay. I want to leave you with this. I really hope that I didn't lose you yet by going through all those episodes because my, my biggest message for you right now is around this idea that if you are hesitant to sell right now, if you're like, I'm just going to put off my very first launch of my very first digital course to quarter three, because why would I ever do that in quarter two? I don't even know what I'm doing. It's my first time. I'm not launching now. Maybe that's you. Or maybe you've got these offers, but you think it'd just be easier if you just give it away for free right now. We'll worry about the money later. I'll make money you know, in a different way outside of my online business. Like You just kind of put a pause on your online business. If you're just scared to sell, if you're hesitant to sell, any of those scenarios, pay close attention. I've got a question for you. If you are multitasking, come back to me for a minute. We're almost done here. What would you do right now in your online business if you were brave? What would you do right now in your online business if you were brave? This is a question that my dear friend Michael Hyatt asked me 
and it changed everything for me because I knew I'd show up in a bigger way. I knew I would continue to sell. I knew I'd be determined to hit my 2020 revenue goals, and I knew I would create some new stuff for free to make sure that I was supporting everybody I could during this time. Working weekends doesn't even matter to me right now. Working longer hours, I'm on a mission. And I'm not saying you need to do any of that. I just mean my perspective has totally changed. What would you do if you were brave? And many of you, not that I need to give you the answer, but I'm just going to give you a hint. If you were brave, you would sell right now. If you were brave, you would launch. If you were brave, you would continue to do what you had planned to do just with the pivots. I hope this message found you exactly when it needed to find you. I am cheering you on and in your court every step of the way. You've got this. You will come out of this stronger. Sending you all my love. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I'll talk to you again, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.